Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for December 12, 2019. The topic this time is A Pledge to Ecological Gardening for 2020. I honestly believe that having once sampled an ecologically driven approach, gardeners won't want to do anything else. Larry Weiner, Garden Revolution, 2016. In August of this year, the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change released a report in which 100 scientists agree that the world's food production significantly contributes to greenhouse gases and climate change. The UN Committee was charged with assessing current scientific knowledge related to climate change as well as possible solutions to ward off future risks. The IPCC report pins part of the blame for climate change on conventional and industrial farming practices that involve monocropping, heavy tilling, and use of chemical pesticides and fertilizers. The panel's suggestions for preventing a global climate catastrophe include adopting regenerative farming practices, also referred to as climate-smart agriculture. Farmers who use regenerative methods avoid monocropping, tilling, and using chemical pesticides and fertilizers. Instead, they practice polyculture for natural fertilization and pest control. A major part of regenerative agriculture is using cover crops and other organic matter such as logs, branches, wood chips, straw, leaves, and plant debris to add carbon to the soil, thus reducing the amount of carbon that is lost to the atmosphere as a greenhouse gas. Instead, the soil carbon becomes available to plants to produce nutritious food. According to Kristen Olson, author of The Soil Will Save Us of 2014, this year's UN report confirms what many scientists and farmers have known for some time. Regenerative agriculture offers a solution to the mess created by conventional and big ag farming. The practices recommended in the IPCC report are recognized throughout the world as an essential response to increased food demands under more adverse agricultural conditions. In the U.S., however, powerful big ag industries and lobbying groups present major stumbling blocks to large-scale adoption of regenerative agriculture. Multinational corporations that manufacture genetically modified seeds, pesticides, and fertilizers have dismissed the dire warnings included in the IPCC report, as well as its call for overhauling agriculture. In addition, President Trump has declared that the U.S. will not take part in the U.N.'s Paris Agreement on Climate Change, established in 2015 with the aim of reducing greenhouse gas emissions in order to prevent global temperatures from increasing more than 1.5 degrees Celsius. Under the Obama administration, the U.S. was one of 187 nations that vowed to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Our pledge back then was to cut emissions about 28 percent below 2005 levels by 2025. And in fact, U.S. greenhouse gas emissions fell 11.5 percent between 2005 and 2015. However, Trump, who has called climate change a hoax, says the Paris Accord will undermine our economy and put us at a permanent disadvantage. Not surprisingly, U.S. carbon emissions rose 3.1 percent in 2018. 
This is distressing news for me, given that our country, with the largest amount of cumulative greenhouse gas emissions in the world, lags behind 186 nations in our commitment to heal and protect the earth and to feed our citizens over the long term. America must reduce its greenhouse gas emissions about 45% by 2050 if global climate goals set by the Paris Agreement are to be accomplished. As one scientist on the IPCC said, all hands on deck are required to make necessary changes worldwide. However, it appears the U.S. has decided to mutiny instead. So, why do I bring all this up in a gardening podcast? Well, I'm asking gardeners to join me in practicing regenerative gardening, or what landscape designer and author Larry Weiner calls ecological gardening, as a collective response to climate change, the Paris Agreement, and the IPCC report. Our humble garden plots and ornamental plantings can be microcosms for the kind of growing practices that will help America and the rest of the world meet the formidable environmental and food production challenges of the next several decades. Weiner says ecological gardens will turn the landscape from a consumer of resources and a polluter into a source of environmental renewal. I'm devoting 2020 to exploring all of the ways I can make this happen in my growing spaces. And I'm excited to share my journey with you in my columns, blog post, and podcast. For now, I'm taking a three week vacation from gardening, teaching, and writing. So, so thanks so much for listening and happy holidays. <laughs>